Welcome to Equipped and Established, a podcast of Valley Bible Church where we seek to equip people with the Word of God to be established in the truth. Hey everyone, this is episode 42 of the Equipped and Established podcast. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is part of our Q&A series where we answer questions submitted by our listeners. And this week we are looking at the topic of persecution. Okay, so interesting topic. We don't always talk about that or reflect on that topic very often, but um, good for us to take a moment here to reflect on that. And so specifically the question that was submitted was, do you think persecution is coming to the Western church? And if so, how should the church prepare its people? Okay, so interesting question for us to consider. And um, inherently in this question, uh, I should point out, my answer will be obviously kind of more of an opinion because there is no specific verse or passage that tells us whether or not persecution is coming to the Western church or like when it's coming, if it's coming, like all that, right? Like, um, but even though that's the case, I believe there are some biblical principles that we can address that will then help uh, help guide us as we think through this issue here. Okay, so there's two points, two parts to this question. So first, like, do you think persecution is coming to the Western Church? And then second, well, how should we prepare? How do we prepare for persecution? And so we'll address those um, each as we go along here. So first off, uh, let's address the first part. So do I think persecution is coming to the Western church? I don't know. (laughs) I know that's the type of riveting answers you come here for. That's why you listen to the podcast is to hear me say, I don't know. But in all seriousness, like I, I just, I don't know because the scriptures don't necessarily say, okay, again, we don't turn to a passage and say, hey, persecution is coming to the Western church in... 2028, 2030, right? Like, we, we don't have passages like that, okay? But I think there are, like, I could share kind of some of my initial kind of thoughts or kind of factors to keep in mind and uh, when I consider this topic. And so first, I think, is that if persecution does come, we shouldn't be surprised. Now, why do I say that? I say that because... I think of Jesus' words in John fifteen twenty. He says, Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. So clearly in this passage, if we do face persecution in our lives, we shouldn't be surprised by it, or it shouldn't be completely unexpected because we are followers of Christ. In Jesus' point there, right, if people persecuted him, then it shouldn't shock us that people would potentially persecute us, his followers. Okay, that's, that's kind of my initial thought there. Okay. Second, I think we need to consider kind of like, like what do we mean by persecution? Okay, people can mean a lot of different things um, by what they mean by persecution. They kind of throw that word out there just kind of, oh, I'm being persecuted or stuff like that. And oftentimes, especially here, 
like an American Sabbath, like, yeah, you're not really being persecuted, right? Like, because like when I think of persecution, I think of like being thrown in jail or beaten or killed for your faith, right? Like that's kind of what I'm, when I'm picturing this question of is persecution coming, that's what I'm kind of picturing, okay? Is like Christianity being like illegal or something, right? Like, or something like that, right? That's kind of what I'm picturing. And so if you are asking if I think like that sort of persecution is coming to the Western church, then I would kind of say like it, it doesn't seem like this is necessarily around the corner. I don't, I'm not saying like that will never be the case, right? Like I think I'm sure that could happen at some point. Um, but it doesn't seem like, Oh, next year this might happen, right? Like it doesn't seem like right around the corner. Um, it might take a while for that sort of persecution to get there. But again, I'm no prophet. And so things can change much more quickly, uh, than I expect. Okay. But even though that's the case, that's where my mind goes, I think kind of the more likely scenario of what might come is that I think there will continue to be kind of a growing separation or a growing difference between kind of a biblical perspective and the perspectives of society as a whole. Okay, and we're already starting to see some of those differences kind of play themselves out, right? And so what I think like is more likely is like as that gap grows between a biblical perspective and the societal perspective of things, I think um, I can imagine there arising kind of difficulties for believers or even specifically like for churches. Okay. There can be growing kind of difficulties. I still don't know if that would be like physical harm or not. Um, I, I, Again, I don't think that's necessarily right around the corner, but I could see it being like becoming harder to kind of function as a church if you believe something different than what society at large believes. Okay, and um, that could come in different facets of like how that would make the church difficult, right? Or why it'd be difficult for the church. Um, but I think that's more likely something that could happen, right? Like, um, and so I think. Um, that could be something in the more nearer future than maybe like full scale persecution. Okay. Something like that, like something to where, yeah, it just makes things difficult. That could be losing tax exempt status or something. I don't know, like stuff like that, right? Like different things that can make things difficult for a church. Okay. Um, that's kind of my initial thought. Uh, and so again, that's, just my own opinion here. This is my thoughts. It's inherently in this question. It's kind of my opinion, my thoughts. And so take it for what it's worth, but I don't think we should be like in panic mode or anything like that at this point, because I think we still have so much more freedom to declare the truths of scriptures here than we, than in many other places around the world. Okay. Like we are in that place right now. And so I don't think we need to be in panic mode at this point. Um, but again, I don't think, it's totally out of the picture at some point down the road of persecution coming, or at least difficulties for believers in churches kind of growing and it being becoming more difficult to be a Christian in our society. Right. Like I think that could be uh, something clearly kind of coming um, in the nearer future. Okay. But let's now consider kind of the second part of the question of, well, how should we prepare for if persecution does eventually come. 
Okay, so again, these are just some of my kind of thoughts. Um, again, I think grounded in biblical truths. Um, but again, we don't have like a passage. It's like in case of persecution, do these things, right? Like a prayer for in this way. We don't have that exactly. So these are, again, just kind of the initial things that kind of come to my mind of like, okay, how do we prepare for persecution? And so the first step for preparing is you need to have a relationship with God. Okay, you need to make sure you have a genuine relationship with God. If you truly aren't saved, then persecution will definitely expose it. Okay, persecution will ex- definitely expose that. And so you need to have a relationship with God foundationally, and then kind of tied in with that, then you also need to be growing in that relationship so that it is more firm and established so that any sort of pers- persecution won't cause it to waver. Okay, and I kind of think of Colossians 2. Um, Paul kind of talks about this a little bit, like in Colossians 2, verses 6 and 7. Um, he says, Therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. So notice that he's, he's encouraging the Colossians to walk in Christ just as they've received him. So it's the idea of, okay, you've received him, place that faith in Christ, now walk in him, right? Like continue to live for him, live in him, right? Like all that. And that would hopefully lead you to being rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, okay? So again, that, that idea like being rooted is like this tree being rooted so then if persecution or other stuff comes, like you're not going to be swayed by all that. Um, you'll be able to stand firm in the midst of it, okay? And so really like step one of how do you prepare for persecution, be walking with God and be growing your relationship with him. That's really key um, to preparing for potential persecution, okay? Uh, Second thing that comes to my mind is really to know the scriptures, okay? Know the scriptures. We should be internalizing the word of God so that we aren't, again, swayed by different sorts of doctrines, as well as we then know the scriptures, what the scriptures say concerning, like, persecution. For example, like, as we referenced before, that we shouldn't be surprised by persecution. Okay. We also see passages that talk about uh, being blessed um, if you're uh, persecuted for righteousness sake and all that. Right. And so again, I think knowing the word helps us. Okay. It helps us. It helps prepare us for the reality that it could happen. Right. As well as prepares us to like, well, what do you do when you're in the midst of it? Right. Like, and so, We should be familiarizing ourselves with the word, knowing the scriptures uh, to kind of prepare for that. Okay, so that's a a huge way as well. Let's see, a third thing here that kind of comes to my mind um, is, I think when I consider this question, I think one of the best ways to also be preparing for persecution is to be faithfully living out the Christian life while you have the freedom to do so. Okay, faithfully living out the Christian life while you have the freedom to do so. Because I think if we aren't living out the Christian life, like now, it seems pretty unlikely that when persecution hits, then we'll be living out the Christian life then. Okay, if we're not doing it when it's easier, then we're likely not going to do it when it's harder. Okay, so, so strive to be living out God's word in your current stage of life now. 
Okay? So to examine, are you living God's word out? Are you being a doer of the word? Are you living the Christian life now when you have the freedom to do so? Okay? And I almost view it as kind of like practice, right? And so maybe even as you encounter difficulties in your life, it might not be like persecution. Maybe it's more of just difficult times of health stuff, loss of job, like family stuff, like whatever it is, like when you face difficult times, like how do you respond in those times? Do you respond by trusting God, living obediently, right? Being faithful in the midst of difficulty? Or do you just kind of toss all that aside whenever you hit kind of difficult times, right? Because some of those things I think can be those kind of quote unquote like practice ways to prepare you for like persecution or other stuff, other difficulties that might come up, okay? And so hopefully we are striving to live out God's word, okay? Live the Christian life now. And then lastly, I think, um, how do you prepare for that? Like, trust God, okay? Trust God. Like, I don't know when or if persecution will come, but you know who does? God. The Lord does. And so we should trust him and walk by faith each day and trust that his plan will unfold exactly how he would want it to unfold. Whether that includes persecution for us or not, we trust his will. Okay, and so I think there's an element here of like, kind of like reminds me of the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus talks about not being anxious for tomorrow for each day has its own worries, right? And so we don't worry about what's to come tomorrow, but each day as we wake up, we be faithful to try to walk by faith, trust him, live out the Christian life, and just trust that his plan will move forward. And if persecution does come, trust God that he will grant the grace and strength to endure. Okay, but we, we shouldn't like worry about it. We shouldn't be anxious about it. But instead, again, trust God. And just each day, bring ourselves to that point of I'm trusting God, walking by faith, and each day I'm going to be faithful to what he's called me to. Okay, not worrying about tomorrow, but focusing in on today. How can I honor God today? How can I trust him today? Okay. So hopefully all that kind of makes sense and gives some sort of guidance there. I think it was a lot of kind of opinion here and I try to hopefully bring it back to more biblical principles and all that. Um, But hopefully that answers the questions and gives you some insight and especially on the side of like, yeah, how do we prepare? And so hopefully we're, um, looking at that. And then on a uh, kind of other note here, right? Like I think they're just coming to my mind right now before I wrap up here is like, there are other places that are facing persecution. And so hopefully we consider that and pray for those people, pray for the believers there, pray for the churches there. Um, because that is a reality in some other places. Okay. And so, yeah, praise God for the freedom we do have, but also, Pray for the people um, in those situations. Pray for those believers suffering over there, right? Like in the various places. And so hopefully we seek to do that as well, okay? Uh, So not just get focused on our situation, but also consider believers around the world and just, uh, again, bringing them up to prayer to the Lord as well, okay? So that's going to do it for uh, today's episode. So we'll catch you all next time.